All right, welcome back to Season 2, Episode 13 of Duh, the Podcast. We're going to be going over Week 17 in the NFL as well as the college football playoffs. Uh, where would you like to start, Jay? You want to start in NFL or, and hit college at the end or start with college? Yeah, I would like to do my victory lap at the end. All right, okay. We will be talking NFL to start, and we'll start Thursday night. Browns, Jets, Browns 37, Jets 20. This basically sealed the Browns into the playoffs. I, as someone that despises both the Browns and the Ravens, I am rooting so hard for Joe Flacco to beat the Ravens in the playoffs. That is my dream scenario. Yeah, I mean, I do not want that to happen at all, obviously. Uh, but if we do lose, I 100% want Joe Flacco to win the Super Bowl. That actually would just be sick if he just, like, stays on this heater like like he did. That would be insane if he just came (laughs) off the couch, like, week 10 and just, like, won a Super Bowl. Just like, yeah, "Yeah, I still got it. All right, see you guys in another five years. Yeah, just out of principle alone, I feel like Robert Sala and Joe Douglas would have to get fired. Just get another fucking, like, $20 million salary. Yeah. But, um, yeah, aside from that, um, this game went pretty much as expected. The Jets have pretty much punted on the season. Um, so. Yeah, as expected, Joe Flacco, 300-plus, three touchdowns, mandatory interception. That's about the stat line. He's produced every single game he's played. He does not give a shit, and it's incredible. Also, you already brought up the nightmare playoff scenario for the Ravens. And as far as the Jets go, the only thing that is somewhat intriguing is what they're going to come out looking like next season, I feel like, with Rodgers coming back. I mean, what do you think they do with the coaching situation? And, I mean, you expect... I think they told everyone that they're safe another year, I think. So they're just running the exact same thing back. I mean, I know they'll get draft picks and free agency, but in theory, same thing, assuming Rodgers plays more than three teams. Yeah. Do you trust it? Yeah, I mean, I put a Super Bowl future on it this year. (laughs) True. Who did you put a future on? uh, Like back in July, I put one on the Jets. Hmm. Now I have my two futures are Bills to make the playoffs, basically already cashed, and uh, Cowboys v Ravens Super Bowl. Ew, God, I would that would be a so good. Two, I know, um, that would be my that would be my favorite game ever. <laughs> my two teams. I, I was going to say unless it was maybe Packers Cowboys. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a good Super Bowl, dude. Yeah, a definitely possible Super Bowl. Speaking of, oh my god! Speaking of the Cowboys, NFC Championship game, (laughs) you would fucking have to take a week off work. (laughs) That would be a week worth of work. Uh, Lions Cowboys Saturday night. Lions nineteen, Cowboys twenty. This was one play away from being a blowout. Uh, I didn't watch any of this game. If C.D. Lamb didn't fumble at the one-yard line outside of the end zone, into the end zone, this would have been a blowout. Okay, so on that, I'm so sick and fucking tired of people pissing and moaning about that rule. Like, what the fuck do you, like, what What should happen then? Do you think the offense... It is a gay, it is a gay rule. Like, the offense should just keep the ball at the one-yard line? Like, what... what what do you want them to change it to? That's this, my th- this is this, this is how I want them to change it. I want any fumble that goes out of bounds as a change of possession. Isn't that's that my solution. That's my solution to the rule. Isn't that what happened? Yeah, but that's only through the end zone. A regular fumble out of bounds goes back to the offense. So I just want those to now go to the defense as well. 
And I well, think that fixes this rule. Like, it fixes this rule without changing this rule at all. I would not want that to be changed. I don't think that rule is an issue. Also, the other rule that everyone's up in arms about, just to quickly touch on that, the whole thing that just happened in the Washington-Texas game Monday, like the injury timeout that allowed um, Texas to get the ball back with so much time. Like, people are getting pissed off about that. It's like, what the fuck do you think they're going to do? Like, not penalize an offensive team uh, for an injury timeout? Like, I just don't understand. Like, people will just be faking injuries left and right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I, I agree I with you on people, that. I saw when people were like, man, I can't believe that's really a rule. I was like, really? Are you that fucking stupid? <laughs> but, um, yeah, one thing I will say is Dan Campbell's a fucking moron. Like, after the penalty, dude, just kick the fucking ball and go to overtime. <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Like, that's how you lose a fucking playoff game. Like, I like the initial call to go for it, and obviously, yeah, hundred percent, greatly designed play. But yeah, once you once you get that penalty, you know, bullshit or not, like that, like again, you can't you can't be doing that with this good team in the playoffs and blowing a game. And then him also just like telling like three other linemen to fake uh, report is eligible, while one actually reported as eligible, just to like make everything as confusing as possible and then them just getting penalized for it is hilarious. It's Which hilarious, all- but that's also kind of a fire plan. I respect the fuck <laughs> out of that. It isn't though, because the fucking referees will announce who was reporting eligible. So even if Panay and whoever else goes up there, it doesn't matter. They'll still say number sixty eight is reported el- as eligible. So like the whole idea of it was fucking stupid. So they shot out so <laughs> dumb. So, like, when you know the official's still going to be, like, number 68 is reported as eligible, like they've done since the beginning of fucking time, is just, I, I don't get it. They just, like I said, they shot themselves in the foot twice, and they try to outthink the room, and look what happened. But I do just like picturing Dan Campbell, like, sitting there in his underwear, like, in his living room, being like, I got I, I, I got it. <laughs> I, I, I know exactly how we can beat the system. And then this is what he comes up with, just, like, something they announce anyway. And then just going for it again from, like, the five-yard line. <laughs> just the equivalent. pass, like, three yards short of the goal line. <laughs> that was even worse. Like, that was debatably a worse play than faking having guys report as eligible. He's just like, like hey, this plan can't this. fail. Yeah, it's like, I want you to run the speed out to the two-yard line. This plan can't fail, but if it does, we run a play that has to fail. Yeah, no matter what, (laughs) don't you dare run this route into the end zone. Yeah, Yeah, good point. He was just on YouTube (laughs) at 3 a.m. with, like, a full tin pack watching watching the highlight of that kickoff return where the guy just laid down in the end zone with the same color jersey. And he's like, this is the kind of shit we need to win against. Christ. All right, now on to Sunday. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock. Ravens, Dolphins, Ravens 56, Dolphins 19. Uh, Thoughts on this one? Jay, victory lap on Lamar for MVP. Yeah, you did say that like seven weeks ago. I did say that like seven weeks ago. That is true. Um, I don't really have a victory lap on this, though, just because um, I'm a big Tua guy. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't expect them to really go into Baltimore and win. But I also did not expect them to have essentially 60 points dropped on them and get absolutely blown the fuck out. Um. So I mean, it's a, how, dare, how dare they score 56 points? Yeah, yeah honestly, shame on the Ravens. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, it's a half victory lap. I just expected the Dolphins to play it closer. Um, no, no, there was a Dolphins writer that, like, called out John Harbaugh for, like, go, for, like passing the ball up 49 to 19. Basically for, for continuing 70 to 70 fucking points. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like. 
literally like 10 weeks ago. I will say for how horrific this season has been in terms of offensive football, there has been like more 50-point games in one season than I can ever remember. Yeah. This is like the fourth one, I think. Yeah, there has been a few, um, including 70, which is crazy. Yeah, the 70-point game, Buffalo got close when they beat the shit out of the Dolphins, 48. Um, I feel like the Cowboys probably did against – they got close against the Lions, I think. Or not the Lions. Uh, The Seahawks. Was it the Seahawks they blew out? They put up 45 on the Commanders the first time. They put up 49 against the Cow uh, against, against the Cowboys against the Giants. Niners had to have had some 40 point games as well too. So yeah, for as shitty as the offense have been, the better teams are finding a way to score still. The Mason Rudolph led Pittsburgh Steelers are flirting with 40. With- <laughs> True story, back-to-back 30-plus. I mean, it's only a matter of time. I mean, just check the fucking tape. Check <laughs> the also, check my Twitter circa, like, 2018. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw you retweet yourself. <laughs> yeah, I had to be <laughs> such a go-to. That is like the tweet to. from 2017. Yeah, that is. It's literally just Mason Rudolph. It's just probably just because he like threw one touchdown and then you just tweeted his name. I mean, I was <laughs> never wrong about Mason Rudolph. I watched him stand toe to toe with Baker Mayfield in the fucking um, Bedlam game and lost, but played well. And I was like, oh, all right, yeah. old, this guy's we'll, we'll get to the Bucks. All right, next game, Commanders Forty ers Not really much to say here. 27-10, kind of just as expected. Commanders might as well lose at this point for better draft pick. Congrats yeah. to the Next. Commanders. Say something nice about them. They don't have the they don't have the worst owner in the league anymore. Um, I wonder. Yeah, again, just I, I at this point, obviously their season's dead. It's just a matter of what next season's going to look like. Will it be any better? Yes. Because Maybe. Ron is 300% getting fired. Uh, oh, yeah, true, true. He's done. <laughs> and if they just do the right thing and give the enemy the job, then I think they're going to be set up pretty well, especially with a top three pick, and, like, they have an egregious amount of cap space. So, I mean, if you think about it, you get your pick of – you're not going to get Caleb, more than likely. Um so you have your pick of the rest of the quarterbacks. So let's just say it's Penix, and then you already have McLaurin in-house. You already have a decent uh, defensive line with John Allen. Like, all the cap space in the world. Like, I think they're actually going to be set up pretty well, if they don't fuck it up somehow. Yeah, they, they're just going to find a way to fuck it up, I feel like. I was saying that if Dan Snyder was still the owner, like I, don't I know, know it just feels it feels out. weird them having a competent owner. So I just I can't visualize it. Well, yeah, and especially if they, be the owner came from he was a minority owner in the Steelers. So like, I would imagine a well-run organization coming from that to this one. I I just I don't know. I can't see him royally fucking it up, but who knows. Yeah, I I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I think it all hinges on whether or not they even give the enemy the job. Like, I don't even think that's a guarantee. I think they should, and I think that would be a solid path, but history has shown they won't do the right thing. Yeah, my thing is, I can't imagine you bringing him in without the expectation of if things go badly and we fire Rivera, we already have the guy in-house. Yeah, it felt like when they hired him, like, it was to be the coach in 2024. And not only that, but, like, he's already shown flashes of what he can do. I mean, Christ, at one point, Sam Howell was leading the entire league in passing yards. And, I mean, just look at the Chiefs and Matt Nagy. That also is maybe even a better example. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the Bills-Patriots. Bills 27, Patriots 21. Fucking quarterback clinic. 
Might have been the worst quarterback game of the week combined. Um, it's certainly up there. With, <laughs> uh, actually, hold four on, me, picks. Yeah, I know, but st- hold on, let me check the Jags Carolina score. Oh yeah, Christ. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, yikes. Well, Beathard didn't play horribly, but yeah, Christ. that one's up. Yeah, that that's a contender. Yeah, Bryce Young, thirty-two attempts for a buck twelve. Oh my good <laughs> lord. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I really have to say about this Patriots Bills game is this sets the Bills up for basically win two seed, lose, miss the playoffs, which is yeah. just perfect. It's so, so it's it, so Bills it hurts. So do you cash out? Is the question because if you he, cash yeah, here's out, my it would still kind of be a Don move because you have just had the sports media and betting world balls in a vice on the Bills <laughs> for the past six weeks. So you can sit, like I said, you could get out now for some money and then wholeheartedly root against them to miss the playoffs entirely now that everybody thinks they're a juggernaut again. And potentially be right. Because, I mean, if there's ever a time for the Bills to have a collapse, it's now hitting, yeah. what, five in a row, four in a row? Yeah, yeah I think five or six. Yeah. Four. Maybe even more. It's four. It should have been five, but they fucking blew the Eagles game. There was yeah. never time for the plane to crash. It's yeah, I, I mean, here's my thoughts. The cash-out option is great right now. I was going to say, it has to be pretty good given they're favored by three. Yeah. And other things can, like, they can lose, and if other things happen, they still get in. So the cash-out option's almost the full win so i can just cash out and And then like you said just root my ass against the bills because i genuinely do not want them in the afc playoffs one fuck them two they're probably the ravens like toughest out at this point and you will be at the afc championship in a sweep when they yeah, I will. I will be at the AFC Championship game. Mark that in stone. If it if we don't blow it in the divisional round, but yeah, I can just cash out and root against them. And then if they lose, I'm just like, yeah, I was just right. Still, yeah. And I mean, think about it. It's like right now, it's like, hey, you could either have a hundred dollars or you could guarantee that the Bills miss the playoffs. It's like, <laughs> it's not about the money. Yeah, you could just win seventy and the Bills miss the playoffs. Like that seems like a dream scenario. There's no scenario where somebody will be like, can I give you seventy dollars and the Bills lose? And I say no to that ever. You drive a hard bargain, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Option A. <laughs> option A, you get a hundred dollars and the bills make it, or option B, you get still get seventy and they miss it. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, so the next game, Falcons Bears. Falcons seventeen, Bears thirty seven. The Bears are playing themselves into some decisions. Um, I still don't see how you don't take Caleb. Yeah. But but I agree. (laughs) Actually, I think it's working out better for them because Fields' value is never going to be higher than it is when the seasons end. So the team they just kicked the shit out of is more than likely the team that he's going to be playing for next year. I was going to say, was this an audition for the Falcons? Honestly, it should should have been, and, like, if I'm the Falcons, I don't know why you wouldn't go after him because their record is going to be too good for them to get one of the top five quarterbacks, let alone one of the top, like, two. Um, and you already have all the weapons in place, so it's just like, don't be an idiot. Just get a guy that would fit that system perfectly, and for God's sakes, fire Arthur Smith. Yeah, that's only, like you said, Josh, if the Bears are willing to give him up at this point. Oh, there's no way they don't. You think? I think it's a debate now. I I think they ultimately do trade him. Yeah, but but you you get pretty good draft capital when you already have good draft picks from Carolina. You get a potential generational guy 
albeit Caleb's not looked at the same as he did going into this season, but still. Um, and you reset the clock. It's just like, do you take yeah. Marvin Harrison and then throw $40 million a year at Fields when he's already shown some injury issues as a guy that runs all the time? Like, but, I mean, I you can he, debatably get more draft capital to trade that first overall pick. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm saying, like, with what they already have, you reset the clock in terms of paying a guy, and then you can further build the team around Caleb without having to pay him for the next four years. Like, that's yeah. what I think they're going to end up doing rather than give Fields $40 million a year. Yeah, but they would have two years to do it. Yeah, yeah, but that's also you. You don't know. Like it's it's not a sure thing. Like even this year, he missed what three, four games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he missed I think like three games there in the middle of the season. Yeah, I do think. I yeah, I don't know what they will do. I think you can make a sound argument for either side, but I would tend to think they'd rather ship fields off when they can and still get something and then just just like it you know what i mean like i don't know are they gonna feel more dumb if they trade justin fields or if they pass on caleb williams like i feel like that it comes down to that too i think there's higher likelihood that they would be dumb for passing on caleb just because like we've seen it's not even like fields is putting up great numbers this year i mean his pass rate right same as last year. Like, he's shown flashes, sure, and, like, he's improved, but it's still, like... Yeah, I agree. It makes you look dumber if you don't take Caleb. Yeah, like, if say they trade the first pick to Washington, and they have the enemy, and then they have Caleb and all that cap space, and... I he would f- be the commander's man. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I probably would, too. Especially <laughs> since Caleb's from here. Well, kind of. He's like he's as from here as Chase Young is, but whatever. Um. So yeah, like I was just I, you can't pass him up and risk that as a team that's literally not had a star quarterback since like the fifties. All right, next couple games. Stop me if you have anything to say about any of these games. Colts Raiders twenty three twenty. Who won? <laughs> Colts. Colts won twenty three twenty. Okay, then Gardner. Now I'm good. Yeah, I mean Colts are now playing for a playoff spot in Week eighteen. That's pretty much the highlight. I do want to go on the record really quick and say that if Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan to take the fucking Vegas job. He's a fucking moron, and I'm officially out on Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, he just might do it. There's quote-unquote mutual interest. Yeah, I, I just, uh, it just makes me sick to my stomach. Next game. Panthers-Jags. Yeah, Bryce Young is not the guy. And Tepper, dude, how fucking, honestly, if yeah. I'm the fan that had the drink dumped on me by Tepper, I would be more upset that the NFL find a fucking billionaire who is the owner of a football team. $300,000. <laughs> I saw that that was his punishment. I was like, you cannot be fucking serious. He, they he could, will, he'll never, he'll never that. know he was fined that money. Yeah, his, exactly. His Daniel money Snyder guy, is probably, Daniel Snyder is punching air right now. He's like, what the fuck? I just sell my goddamn team. Like this his guy, money guy will pay assault. it, and he'll never even know that amount's gone. Yeah, no, that's literally assault. <laughs> David Tepper would burn three hundred thousand dollars in cash in his backyard for fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I couldn't believe that was the fucking punishment. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll say this um, on this game: <laughs> obviously, no Trevor Lawrence, and the Jags blow a team out. Yeah, do you poorly. just do you just start C.J. Beathard with playoffs on the line this week? You might have a better chance. I mean, I'm not going to give them too much props for kicking the shit out of the worst team in the last, like, five years. <laughs> the best offense in the last decade. I was saying the Panthers are easily the worst team we've seen, in my opinion, since, like, the 1-31 Browns. 
has Bryce yeah. Young thrown for like over two hundred yards in a single game this year? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think, think like one like one game he had a good stat line, and he has like forty attempts too. It's insane. Yeah, it was last week against Green Bay. He played really well. Three twelve, two touchdowns, no picks. <laughs> he makes Derek Carr look like fucking Brett Favre with those outside numbers. of. Outside of that game, he's had one other game with more than one touchdown pass. That's just impressive. Like, he's <laughs> impressive. He's just been out there that long and just hasn't by dumb luck. <laughs> and, like, throwing the ball a lot. And in the worst division in football. <laughs> That's what's getting lost. Hey, shout out me. Speaking of victory laps, did yeah. the Panthers to win the division? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Twitter <laughs> graphics of their offense were just insane propaganda, <laughs> like, the entire offseason. Did you see so, the tweet that was getting, like, circled around? It was, like, uh, I guess PFF or something. It was, like, this receiving core is dangerous, and someone quoted it, like, yesterday. It was, like, damn right it is, or something <laughs> like that. So funny. I'm surprised those tweets haven't been fucking deleted at this point. I know. I looked for them the other day, and I could not find them. I was trying to retweet them. Yeah. All right, next game, Texans-Titans, 26-3. Uh, CJ Shroud is, in fact, good. Ryan Tannehill is, in fact, not. Is Levis hurt? Yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt in this game. Mm-hmm. All right, Rams-Giants, Rams 26, Giants 25. I had the Giants covering because I'm a fucking genius. Why and, has Irod not been starting every game this year? Yeah. Dan Jones. And the Rams clinched a playoff spot, I believe. Oh, yeah. They are. This win. So fuck everybody. Yeah. Everyone is so dumb. Yeah. Josh and I will take a joint victory lap on the LA Rams. Literally on a weekly basis. <laughs> uh, then Cardinals Eagles Cardinals 35 Eagles 31 least surprising thing ever also had yeah. the, I had the Cardinals covering but not winning outright but I feel like an idiot for not picking them because I am the white Kyler Murray yeah, Murray is so good I've been <laughs> saying that Also, Jesus Christ, the Eagles are fucking terrible, and I have been saying that. And honestly, I mean, it's just their really their defense. Like, offense, like, you look at Hurts' stat line, and, like, they still put up 31 points. They ran the ball okay, but my they God. They did have a pick. They did have a pick six. Yeah, okay, but they still put up 24. Um, yeah. Julio but, Jones just two touchdowns. I mean, fucking Kyler Murray is thrown to deck chairs and James Conner is slower than me. And like, <laughs> I just can't believe it. But 35 points. I love Kyler. I think he's like a top 12 quarterback in the league when like he's healthy. And I mean, he has nobody. Don't, don't try and sell me right now on Trey McBride or fucking Greg Dortch. Like, give me a break. He's thrown into fucking deck chairs and still found a way to kick the living shit out of the Eagles' secondary. Uh, I don't know why that was so funny, but it just was. I'm, I'm not even disagreeing with you. That was just <laughs> ridiculous to leave. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I will, I will yeah. just throw on top. The Eagles are, in fact, terrible, but uh, <coughs> yeah. All right. Next game, Saints Bucks. Saints twenty three, Bucks thirteen. And as Jay has the past two games, I will say I was reading this one all the way. I just knew the Saints were going to beat the Bucks. Um, that would not have happened if Trey Palmer and Rashad White decided to not fumble after two massive plays. That would have been pretty sick. Yeah. I uh, did not watch much of this game, but yeah, I I uh, 
can see where you're going with that. The Bucks were definitely flying too close to the sun at like one game above 500. They were they were testing their luck there. <laughs> Just know that the Buccaneers, when they were driving and having like good quality controlled drives throughout this game, that's when they decided to turn the ball over. Every and every single time was in uh, the Saints side of the field. So, yeah, it was just just the football gods saying the winner of the NFC South cannot be two games above five hundred. Yeah, they have to be going into Week eighteen five hundred. It really pisses me off that you can't be five hundred right now. Like I, I know they're just waiting to add an eighteenth game, which everyone's going to be up in arms about. But it's just annoying as shit. You're either eight and nine or nine and eight. It's it's helping uh, Mike Tomlin out a lot. I mean, for his nine win above five hundred seasons. Yeah, Christ, uh, don't get me started. I mean, I guess you're gonna get me started here shortly, but yeah, that's the next game: Steelers Seahawks, thirty twenty three. God, was it really the next game? Yeah, it's the next game. Fuck. For some reason, I thought that. No, never mind. Um, we already kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, I'm not going to take too long talking about how right I am all the time about everything um, and or Mason Rudolph. Yeah, you were right 17, 17 weeks in a row when you said the Steelers have no business being in the playoffs and that you were done with this team. I do hate this team still wholeheartedly. Um, I will hate this team wholeheartedly until Mike Tomlin hires a legitimate offensive coordinator. And Mason Rudolph is the starting quarterback or both. I have I have one question for you. What's that? Do the Steelers make the playoffs? Um All they have to do is win this week. I don't think that it's winning they're in. They need somebody to lose, don't they? I don't think so. Because maybe, the, maybe. Because I think the playoffs is tricky. Hold on, I took a screenshot of it the other day. Let me look at it. <clears throat> Tyler <laughs> may say no thank you. Yeah, so they either have they have to win and yeah. Jacksonville has to lose, which I don't see how they do. Um, I don't see how they win. Um and or Buffalo has to lose. And there is a scenario where they get in with a loss, but that's Far less likely. Yeah. Um, so I almost guarantee. I almost. I almost personal guarantee that the Jag lose this week. It depends if Will Levis is starting. And it Trevor. doesn't. It, it honestly, it does not matter. It does matter because Trevor Lawrence. Ryan Tannehill will beat the Jags this week if he starts. I don't. I don't agree with that. The Jags lost to like. The two win Colts week eighteen or seventeen to make or miss the playoffs. That's fine. I'm telling you right now, there's never going to be a time where I believe in Ryan Tannehill enough to say they're going to win that confidently. Yeah, he they he was the one seed like two years ago. So was Derrick Henry, and a really good fucking defense. Um. Jalen Warren and Najee Harris are fucking ridiculous. Um, the Steelers are actually being able to run the ball somehow, despite their ridiculous offensive line. Um, I'm going to find the stat I saw earlier that I was like, Jesus Christ, this is an indictment on the offensive line. It was something crazy with how many yards, all their yards essentially are after contact. 700 of Najee's 900 are after contact and 519 out of 750 for Jalen Warren. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, that's not great for your offensive line. Um, yeah, pretty horrific. Uh, Kenny Pickett fucking sucks. Dicks. Um, that's really it I have on this game. I hate this team so much. They're, like, so hard to watch and be a fan of. It's fucking infuriating, and I'm so They tired. are just going to 
torture you by making the playoffs and making you watch them one extra week. Yeah, and watching the defense give up 50 points every fucking playoff game. All right, next game, Bengals-Chiefs. Bengals 17, Chiefs 25. Victory lap for me time. Who said the Bengals were not going to make the playoffs at the beginning of the season? Oh, and, fuck you. And what? What? I don't know. Maybe, like, at worst, the third best quarterback in the NFL got hurt for the season. Like, In fairness, he did go into the season banged up, so he did take that into consideration. And the fact that he is made of glass. Well, they would have been in the playoffs if he didn't get hurt. So that's not victory lap material. Well, I'm just saying the fact that three, I think you brought this up earlier, Josh, if three AFC North teams get into the playoffs and none of them are the Bengals, the only person on planet Earth who would have agreed with that preseason is me. Probably true. I would have agreed with that if you had told me that Deshaun Watson would not be playing for the vast majority of the Browns season. <laughs> <laughs> and if you told me that Mason Rudolph would start the last three games of the season for the Steelers. Did the Chiefs win this game scoring one touchdown? Six fucking field goals, yes. Jesus Christ. And Nick Wright acting like they're the fucking 98 Vikings. <laughs> dude, it's, what, dude, what did he say on. about this game? I haven't seen it. He's got to be on some dumb shit. He's on some dumb shit all the time. But one thing I want to say, because it's really starting to piss me off, you cannot make the argument that Rasheed Rice is already a clear-cut number one receiver and that Travis Kelsey is, you know, the greatest tight end of all time, and then turn around and say Mahomes has nobody to throw to. You, you got to fucking pick one. I just wanted to get that out there because it's starting to really piss me off. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone say that about Rasheed Rice, but if you are saying that, you should not also be saying he has no one to throw to. No, there's uh, a lot of people in the big sports media world that are saying Rasheed Rice is. Like, oh, yeah, I don't watch a lot of those shows. They just no, piss I me off. I, I do because I need that anger. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's fair. I get it. I mean, I uh, I'm glad they won. Just they actually won the West and will play a home playoff game, so that's nice. Maybe they'll win one playoff game. We'll see. Um, but yeah, other than that, I. Uh, I can't, I don't, I, Jesus, who on earth is saying that? I, like, lost my train of thought just thinking about who on fucking planet Earth. I, w- I do agree, though, okay. it does look like Kelsey has been limping to the finish line of this season, but he's still somehow, I think, going to come up with over a 1,000 yards, which is crazy. So I feel like he hasn't done anything in six weeks. Well, yeah, it's pretty easy to get there when you get 150 targets. I mean, Christ, George Pickens has a 1,000 yards, and he has fucking Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett throwing to him for 14 games. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's bring it all home. Chiefs should trade for George Pickens. I'm fine with it. Honestly, I want the Steelers to trade him to a good team. Me too. Like, uh, that is my, like he deserves it. If I'm George Pickens, I would be like, dude, please. Josh does think George Pickens is terrible. That's not what I said. And I said that like three weeks ago, and he's just had the two best weeks of his fucking career. Could not make me look worse. (laughs) Well, in fairness, he does finally have the best quarterback on the team throwing the ball. That's not a coincidence. Yeah, I did say I did say he sucked. I did say he sucked. You were on Kenny Pickett sucking from day one, so you you should have taken that more into consideration. I think that was your only error. I just want yeah, to this gets no. He just used to not get any separation. Now he's just also been getting separation. Well, it's because they've been having him run one of two routes, either a four yard hitch to the sideline or a straight go. It's like 
now that they actually having have him running legitimate routes, like you can actually see what he's capable of. And another thing I will say, um, in terms of his production, the Steelers quarterbacks this season, anyone want to take a guess what the combined passing touchdowns are? Eleven. Sure. It's got to be double digits. I'll say 13. Right in the middle. 12. God. God. We are all over it. We're all over it. On it. Circling (laughs) like a pack of hyenas. How fucking fake is that? (laughs) That's pretty not great. Yeah, doesn't Joe Flacco have like, I think I saw a stat where he has like 14 in four games or whatever, and the steal, like a, a list of teams have less than 12. He is 13. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Kirk Cousins, Brian. Oh, my God. Joe Flacco is fucking resting. <laughs> what a world. Yeah. Flacco yeah, I mean. Resting week 18. And more importantly, Jeff Driscoll starting. The, the big dog needs his sleep. He was falling asleep on the sideline last week. Did you see those clips? Yeah, but still, just the idea. Like, if you had told me that going into week 18, Joe Flacco be getting <laughs> going into the playoffs. I would be you're a fucking like idiot. a team being like we cannot <laughs> afford an injury to this guy whatsoever. <laughs> or if you or if you put a headline in front of me at the beginning of the season that just said Joe Flacco healthy scratch for week yeah. 18, <laughs> yeah. I would be like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like like Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson are the two quarterbacks from the AFC just resting this week. Well, thank God. Somebody <laughs> what? So I just like looked up Joe I just Googled Joe Flacco just because I wanted to see how many passing touchdowns he had. And for some reason now it like pulls up tweets about people when you Google them. No. The second tweet <laughs> You won't find Joe Flacco on Jeffrey Epstein's client list. <laughs> I mean, we don't know for sure, but probably. Yeah, we do know Jimmy Kimmel might be on there. Oh my god, that was so funny! How did we forget? <laughs> how did we forget to bring that up? Sue, sue him for all he has. <laughs> T, I'm Team Kimmel, unless he's on the list. Fuck Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Chill. I'm just so how did that? I'm just wondering how we got from A to B, in the sense that like <laughs> why him of all fucking people? He's a fucking like, gay. Like I didn't like. Do they? Pre, did he already hate him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big time. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel just calls it as he sees it, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't like that. Or uh, I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna get into the. No. Aaron Rodgers and his liberal left is trying to censor the media. (laughs) Next fucking game. (laughs) I'm going to fucking combust. (laughs) Chargers Broncos. Who cares? 16-9 Broncos. And then Packers Vikings. Packers 33 Vikings 10. I respect you not even giving us a chance to talk about that game. Which I'm fine with. I mean, I am on the record saying we are never talking about any Chargers game. Yeah, I don't think we have since since we said that. <laughs> uh, Packers, is Jordan Love the guy? Yes, I'm, I'm sure you guys are all fucking in. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he's the guy for them. <laughs> Unless he's on the Epstein list. <laughs> God, everybody's on their toes nowadays. <laughs> Cannot fucking wait. Yeah, this game was kind of just a blowout start to finish. I was hoping for a closer game, but I don't know why the Vikings started uh, whatever his name is, Jaron Hall. Yeah. <clears throat> Mullins was shaving points. Also, yeah. victory lap in the game, please. In which game? The the Packers Vikings game. Yes. Here's a tweet, direct quote from me, April twenty third, two thousand twenty. 
Congratulations, Packers fans. You have <laughs> your third consecutive Hall of Fame quarterback. Please, can you re- can you retweet that one? Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Also, I'm not quite there yet, but I mean, he's having the best season out of every quarterback this season. <laughs> he just is the best player in the NFL, so in the I mean, of check these. the fucking digits, bro. What are they? I don't even know them. I couldn't even guess. Throw them out. Thirty-eight hundred, thirty, and eleven. Yeah. So he's going to hit four thousand this week. Howard he has essentially a three to one TD INT ratio. Yeah, if he has a decent game, uh, those are pretty decent stats. I mean, I think he's like second or third in, uh, what's it called? Passing touchdowns. Yeah, he's third. I know he's got more than Mahomes and Josh Allen, which is crazy. Yeah, he's, he's third. And he has four rushing touchdowns. Behind who? Purdy? Dak? Is it Purdy and Dak? I don't know. I'm about to check. That sounds right. So Dak was at like 29 at one point, like recently. Yes, both of those. 32, 31, and then Jordan Love at 30. Yeah, and then they play. They're at home this week against the Bears in like a must-have game in order to make the playoffs. And then if it gets any more obvious, Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield at 28. I mean, again, am I ever fucking wrong? I mean, just that top five. I mean, come on. God damn it. What a year, what a year for me. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten to my real victory lap yet. God, do you have any idea who you're stealing from? <laughs> well, that was the last NFL game, so we can go on to uh, the college football playoffs. Ryan Day is such a fucking bitch. He's so <laughs> fucking gay, and he's the biggest pussy of all time. With that being said, um, if I ever hear another word about sign stealing or iPhone videos, and it's not saying how fucking dumb everyone who thought it was a real thing is, <laughs> like, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> it's just like, what 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 are they going to say now? I mean, you beat Bama, you fucking embarrass Penn State in Penn State. You fucking embarrass Ohio State for the third year in a row. And my God, if I'm theme of this fucking episode, me being right about everything, Kyle McCord transferring to fucking Syracuse is so delicious. I don't want to hear a fucking word ever again about Ohio State, Ryan Day, all of his fucking players are leaving. It is so delicious. So delicious. If Michigan wins the national championship and Jim Harbaugh leaves for the NFL and it's the fucking Raiders, though, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I might never watch football again. <laughs> Any football? Any football whatsoever. If Jim Harbaugh wins a national championship and he leaves for the fucking Raiders job, I'm done. I'm done. It's just everything's a fucking joke. Everything's a lie. Did you have any? Did you have anything on the second playoff game, Texas and Washington? Um, yeah, much like the Buccaneers Saints game, if. Texas could not just fumble the ball. Um, they probably win that game. Uh, I will say on the last play, Quinn Ewers, if he throws it like he has a penis, they probably win. But he threw that fucking flutter ball. And uh, Mitchell, I mean, Mitchell was open. If he just throw it hard back shoulder, I mean, it's touchdown all day, every day. Um, put it this way. As much as I love Quinn Ewers, if Michael Penix and Quinn Ewers switched bodies for that play, Texas wins that game. Yeah. Um, 
So that was disappointing. <clears throat> I, I was personally rooting for Michigan, Texas, but Michigan, Washington, one versus two, 14 and over is 14 and um, you, you can't really ask for much more than that. And for God's sakes, if I hear another fucking word about Florida State, I, I just, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to hear, oh, when we rested in half our team. Fucking congratulations. You still lost by 60 fucking points. Like, I, I just, no. And then yeah. the players had the audacity to tweet, like, man, they didn't even really deserve to be there. It's like, what are you talking about? They went to fucking overtime. Yeah, that's the thing that gets me is, like, you lost by 60, and that game went to overtime. Not only did you lose by 60, you lost by 60 to the team that lost to the team that got in over you. Yeah. So, like, what are we doing here? Yeah. The fact that, like, they, they watched this weekend of college football and were like, oh, no, we did deserve it, is like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, if they played Oregon, they would have gotten their fucking dick slapped. Yeah. If they would have played their entire team, they maybe got one more field goal. Like, it's not like the game would have been significantly closer. I'm not even convinced they would have beaten Iowa. We got shut out. Yeah. And shout out Kirk Ferentz being like, it's not all about scoring points. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I mean, you could win games three to nothing. And it doesn't matter, you fucking won. It's like, well, Kirk, can't get shut out. <laughs> Let's, uh, Not just about score points. Higher. Let's aim for more than three points a game. <laughs> I mean, dude, they are so bad. I mean, their quarterback, I don't even know who it was, Deacon Hill. Christ, that's an Iowa quarterback. Uh, seven, <laughs> seven of 18. Actually, no, I'll go off the collective stats because he apparently got benched. <laughs> the quarterbacks went 9 of 25 for 60 yards <laughs> and two picks. Run the ball, baby. Against a four-loss Tennessee team. Like, how? Oh, God, that's so bad. Yeah, and they ran the ball for an average of 3.1 yards per carry. I will say my boy Nico, uh, five-star recruit, top quarterback in his class, Balled out. Tennessee's in good shape. All right, anything else on the this past week of football? Um, I'm just not wrong about anything, except for apparently when I gamble. <laughs> <laughs> You're always wrong. Yeah, if, put it this way. If I put money on it, it's not going to happen. If I tweet <laughs> it, it's 100% correct. We'll be net. weeding out your parlays then. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We will just be back next week, as we alluded to, with a wild card weekend preview. And then we'll wrap up on the season. Did I tell you guys that I bought an RFK 24 shirt and my dad damn near threw me out of the house? <laughs> <laughs> I, was una- I was unaware, but not surprised. I was like, yeah, I got a Kennedy 24 shirt. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, very political episode. I liked it. Yeah.